what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. If you love reading, this episode is for you. Today, I'm going to talk about how powerful it is to use our reading selves, our reading power to shape, inspire, and influence our writing. I am so excited you're here today. Let's jump right in. Hello, I am going to start today's episode. It's a very important one on the written compass with a quote from Zadie Smith. And Smith is an English novelist and essayist, short story writer, and um, she is also a tenured creative writing faculty member at NYU. And she says this, learning how to be a good reader is what makes you a writer. I'm going to say that again. Learning how to be a good reader is what makes you a writer. Today's episode is all about why readers make good writers, right? Good readers make good writers. So I want to tell you first a little bit of my story. You may have heard me talk about this before, but I became an English teacher. Um, That was my background. For those of you who don't know, you can go back into some early episodes and learn more about me. But I started off um, undergrad, became a licensed English teacher in the state of North Carolina. I always knew I was going to go on and become a university professor. So went on, got my master's, then taught in high school for a little while. And then while I was teaching, um, started my PhD program. And so the reason why I became an English teacher was not what you hear most English teachers say. It was not because I loved literature per se. I did like to read. I'm a slow reader. I am not the most advanced reader. I was a sucker for kind of British literature was typically what I gravitated towards, particularly romantic types of things like sonnets and plays from Shakespeare and novels by the Bronte sisters like Jane Eyre and things like that. And I'm also a sucker for young adult literature. (laughs) I didn't know that as much when I was younger, but as an adult, I love it. So I didn't particularly go gaga over studying and analyzing literature. Certainly had to do a bunch of it uh, in my various education worlds, but I loved the way the writing made me feel. I saw the reading as writing. I want to kind of nestle into that a little bit. A lot of people think, oh, I'm not a writer. But when you're reading, you're reading someone's writing. And so when you step into and get that intuitive hit that you want to write, know that you have had the best teachers. (laughs) If you have been reading in any way, shape or form, you have had the best teachers. The writing is in the reading. So I always loved and noticed how someone turned a phrase or wrote a sentence. You've probably all experienced that moment where you read something and you were like, hold up, pause, let me read that again. Holy cow, that whether it's fiction and that scene that was painted or that line that that character said, or in nonfiction where someone just created this sunlight illumination moment around an idea and just presented it in a way that you'd never heard of before. And it just, it's like a beautiful, the most kindest loving gut punch you've ever had, right? That's the power of words. And so 
the inspiration for this podcast, this particular episode is around why your reading self can greatly inspire and inform your writing. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how you can start to kind of turn your attention as you are reading to the moves that you see the writer that you're reading making. So one thing I want you to pay attention to is just the overall journey that the writer is taking you on as you're reading. How do you know? How are you feeling? Do you feel a certain way? Oftentimes when writers, and by the way, this is uh, often called organization, (laughs) but I really want you to think of it as the journey, the experience that they are offering you. And notice how you're feeling as you're reading these words. So I'll give you an example. Um, A lot of clients that I connect with, they love Glennon Doyle and they particularly love Untamed. And the way that is written is there's parts, there's sections. And Glennon does this beautiful thing of where she's not necessarily trying to create one story after the, another that go right together sequentially or chron- chronologically. She's kind of got little short stories and essays right in those particular parts. She gives them a name, but they're not exactly chapters in the traditional sense. And as a reader, you just are taken on this experience of this beautiful roller coaster that is her, her life and the way she's describing it and explaining it and sharing it where even if she's going back and forth in time or different experiences or relationships or whatever it may be, you feel held, you are following along with ease. So it's just interesting to pay attention to the journey that a writer takes you on, right? In other books, there may be very clear and distinct chapters. There may be a very clear and distinct order of operations and ideas. And that is what holds you on the journey as the reader. And so paying attention to the journey, the experience that they're taking you on and the intention behind it is something that you can then turn and go, huh, for my writing, how's that shaping up? What journey do I want my reader to go on? I often ask people to ask themselves, what do you want the reader to know, think, feel, understand when they finish reading whatever fill in the blank? It could be chapter by chapter or section by section or at the end of the whole book. So using what you're reading and starting to notice how it is put together, what is the journey they're taking you on as a reader? from their writerly self that can inform and inspire your own writing. The other thing is noticing the rhythms that are created, whether we realize it or not, as writers, we all kind of have a certain rhythm, a certain way that we put our words together. And sometimes there's a consistent pattern and sometimes we kind of shake things up and sometimes it's a mix of both. But you can look at a particular book that you are really fond of and love and notice the cadence, the rhythm. Do they mix up their sentence structure? Meaning, do they have some long sentences that leave you breathless and gasping for air at the end after you read it? Or do they have short staccato kind of sentences every now and then? And is there a mix of the two? Every writer, including yourself, has 
some kind of rhythm that typically starts to show up in their writing. And if you are reading things and you really like their rhythm, then you can start to feel into how can I create something like that? What does my rhythm, what is my cadence that I want readers to have? And that can be informed by that particular part or that particular story and the way you feel like it, you experienced it, how you can translate that into your writing for your reader, just the way you are feeling it as a reader for whomever you are reading from, right? They're writing. So what is the journey they're taking you on? What is the cadence, the rhythm? And that's usually at the sentence level. And then finally, I'm going to use a word that is often very vague, (laughs) but is used a lot in writing. And that is called the voice right? What is the voice? What are you noticing about what you're reading in terms of their voice? So if you think about the process of reading, while we're reading, we have a little bit of a voice, right? We're reading it in our head and there's a voice that shows up there. That's kind of the way we experience it is as though someone is reading it to us, even though we're silent and we're reading silently. A voice shows up, right? So do you What is the voice that you're hearing? What are you noticing about that voice? Does it have a certain type of vocabulary that's being used because it indicates where that person is from or how they grew up or their personal language practice? Is it easy to follow? Does it make you think really hard? Do you just gush and fawn at the word choices that are being made? Do you feel like that person, that that writer, as you're reading it, is sitting right there next to you, taking you on that journey that we talked about because of the way their voice is, right? Is it inviting? Is it jarring? Is it a mix of both? So paying attention to the words that are being chosen, are they including any kind of dialogue or scenes or scenarios where you can literally feel like you're hearing them? So voice is another thing that we can pay attention to in folks that we're reading and see how that might inform ourselves and what permission particularly gives ourselves to share our own voice. So what is the journey that what you're reading is taking you on? What's the experience they're giving you? How is it structured? Then shifting into what is the rhythm? What is the cadence, right? Can you pick up on that and pay attention to that? And then the voice, what does it sound like to you? What are you feeling because of the way it sounds? These are the things that we can pay attention to if you're not already. You're probably absorbing these things as a reader, why you love reading what you love. But now I want you to think about these things from the writer perspective. And you can use these as a model, right? Not to mimic, but to see and try on like going shopping. (laughs) You can try on these different ways to journey and give your reader an experience to create a cadence and rhythm in your writing to help the reader of your words hear your voice. I'm super excited to see and hear what lands for you around this. Is this something that you're familiar with or have thought about before? Is there anything new that showed up? And of course, as always, I want to hear from you. So be sure to send me a message, share this episode and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me today and we'll talk soon. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Written Compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shanahartman.com and click work with us. From there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.